Hello beautiful people, welcome to the life of a creative. I'm your host, Zanele Wanja. I'm a travel photographer from Nairobi, Kenya. In this podcast, we talk about life, its complexity, and how it affects our creativity. So guys, sit back, relax, grab a drink, maybe some snacks, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to my 15th podcast episode. Today I'm joined by Bushra, who is the MD of Somak Safaris. Morning, Bushra. Morning, Zanel. Thank you for waking me up so early <laughs> and bringing me to the Nairobi National Park. Thank you so I'm much for I'm happy to be here and happy to chat with you. Yes. So um, let's start off with how you, what, how you started Somak Safaris. What was your goal and your aspirations for the travel industry? Actually, I work for Somac Safaris. I've yeah. been there for the last 22 years. Wow. Actually, I've finished 22 years at yeah. Somac, going to my 23rd. Yeah. And uh, the company was formed by my chairman in okay. 1968. He okay. was always an aviation man, worked with East African Safari Airways. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Suresh Sofit. Yeah. So it's a family-owned business started by him. And uh, as I mentioned, he was always an aviation person and decided to get into tourism. He was actually responsible for mass tourism in Kenya as okay, well, um, dealing with charter flights into and out of Mombasa. Yeah. So that's where it started. And yes, and here we are. That's that's amazing. So um, you, you, you've been in the game for a very long time. Personally, yeah. for the last 30 years, yes. Wow. Yeah. So how have you seen Kenya's tourism transform over the last 30 years? Well, uh, when I started, I started as a travel agent. So I used to do a lot of air ticketing for clients out of Kenya. Okay. Uh, tourism uh, has been rife in, in, in Kenya for over the years. But for the last 10 years, we've came through a lot of challenges, yeah. obviously with the post-election violence, yes. terrorism attacks, and of course the diseases. And right now we're you know, riling with COVID, yes. which has been the hardest hit in the hospitality and the tourism industry how but we're there we're being positive yes that things will get better next year and maybe this year was just to slow down a little yes there's just too much happening so we hope that uh this has taught a lot of us a lesson yeah on how to deal with the environment with people and 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 of course maintaining cleanliness and and staying uh, healthy yes basically yeah so let's talk about covid and what you said covid's taken a huge hit in the travel industry so how has that been for somak safaris it's been very tough for us i've had to lose some really good team members yeah it was very painful but we had no choice but i'm sure that when things get better we're going to get go go for them and get them back. Yeah, so it has been tough. Uh, lots of livelihoods have been affected, not just at Somac. Basically, the entire country mm-hmm. has had to deal with this. And uh, local tourism has been very helpful over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And we're very grateful for that. And we hope that they keep, uh, uh, keep sustaining us in that way. As yes, we say, yes. buy local, you know, buy Kenyan, build Kenya. Yeah. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. And... Uh, and hoping that the international market soon picks up as well. Oh yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, so, what I we traveled to Mara actually a couple of weeks ago, and we went with Somak Safaris. And all, what I appreciated about that trip is how you really took 
precaution with like the COVID restrictions and following the protocols. So what's the future for travel now with COVID and what has Somak put in terms of um, the COVID protocols? Well, to start off with, what we've done is we've actually taken the protocols the government has given us as two operators and how to operate. Mm -hmm. And we've sent that out to all our, to the entire agents that we work with over the world. Um, so basically, when they come into the country, you know, they have to first get a pre-COVID free test done mm-hmm. 96 hours before they arrive into the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by that, upon arrival, they have to get their health checks done, immigration, mm-hmm. collect their bags and meet our team outside. And mm-hmm. upon meeting whoever receives their bags, quite first, sanit- I mean, sprays them. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, before putting them into our vehicles. Our vehicles are fully sanitized before the guests sit in them and, and then they start their journey. So if they're going to a hotel in Nairobi, of course they're transferred. If they're starting off a safari, then they're briefed and, and then they depart. Uh, along the line, what we've done is also we're providing face masks in all our vehicles for our guests, whether local or international. Mm-hmm. Clients have the choice of using them or they prefer to use their own. I think a lot of funky ones have come in the market, so people want to be seen with those yeah. ones. And then we do provide hand sanitizers and, uh, of course, plastic bottle uses out. So we've been giving our own bottles, aluminium bottles, okay. and clients just refill them and use them on their journey. So yes, so we've made sure that we've taken care of that where the vehicle is concerned. Uh, driver guides are also equally masked when they go on safari. And they they very well-read people so they know exactly how to maintain distances and to ensure that the clients also maintain social distancing when they're on their safaris and 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 there's no place as safe as being in nature so i think cities are more crowded than the national park so we're asking everybody to to kenyans themselves like explore the country there's just so much to see so much to do yes and i agree with you on that point because i feel like most people just travel to diani or the mara But there's there's so many untapped places. A lot, a lot. I think all the parks in Kenya have so much to show, so much for for people to see, basically. Yes, yes. And as I said, nothing is as nice as being in nature and being safe in nature, basically. Yes. Um, And also, let's talk about your team and your dedicated staff. Like, for example, Martin, our driver at the Mara, he was phenomenal, spoke he speaks five languages, which was amazing. And also he's a professional bird watcher. So yeah. let's talk about So the people that we chose to work with us, rather the team that we have along the line, have been with Somac for the last, I'd say, 20 years. Wow. And um, and, and, and the, we've, we've, we've invested in... Um, I would say invested in our team and ensured that mm-hmm. they went out and got the right education. So mm-hmm. as when it comes to guiding, they're not just drivers yes. who pick a client from one point to the other. Yes, yes. Along the way, they impart a lot of knowledge. So mm-hmm. we've got guides who are so good with the birding uh, uh, knowledge. I mean, in ornithology, they basically go and refresh themselves every year, take oh. courses around, you know. And uh, Martin, as you mentioned, actually was one of the top drivers in Kenya in the wow. bird count that takes place every year. Uh, I don't know if people know, we get a lot of migratory birds that come from Europe every year from October to I March. Didn't know that. So, this is something that you would see some of the European birds in Kenya if you're in the Savo National Park. So, okay. uh, so 
people who are interested in just not the animals there's so much more to see that i mean they they have knowledge on birds they've got knowledge on the plants and trees that grow in the parks you know they've got knowledge on insects so it's 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 not just limited to just the wildlife yeah? yes and when it comes to wildlife as well i think they know exactly when it comes to spotting a lion where to spot one you know or what is the gestation period of these animals they will be able to give a lot of information to clients so it's not just showing you a lion and a, a yes, giraffe yes, and a zebra exactly, yeah. there's much more that goes into into guiding so we we appreciate them we actually call them our, our ambassadors we yeah. wouldn't be around if it wasn't for them wow so I, I i i'm very proud of my team and i always tell them that i really need them yes despite anything and i know they I, i think they've been the hardest hit because they've literally lost jobs yes um yes. and that's why we're hoping for the local tourism to boost them up you know yes, they've yes. got families and and all yeah so yes yeah. so um what would you say makes you differenti- differentiates you from your competitors as some safaris I wouldn't like to put any of my competitors down. We all work as a team, but mm-hmm. I think we're very service oriented and and mm-hmm. and the fact that we get a lot of repeat clients and referrals that clearly shows that we're a company that's here to stay despite what we've gone through this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have shut down, have closed shop, but we've said no, we're going to stick it through and 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 try and survive. Yes. And yes. Uh, being different from the others, I don't know. I mean, I really never look at what my competitors are doing because i try and do the best between me and my team uh the fact that we get a lot of repeat clients and yes. we get a lot of referrals that shows that we are a company that knows what we're doing yes yes and and we hope we maintain we maintain the good service that we've always been providing yes yes um we've also gone ahead and like invested in a very good uh, public liability in case of an event you know you could god forbid something happen on the road or something of the sort you know we 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 would cater for that you know mm-hmm, yes. we wouldn't let our clients down and all that so yes. that way we we have ensured that uh, we've got right things and right tools in place to mm-hmm. provide the service that we can mm-hmm. yeah and also what you said is really important like the fact that you ensure that your clients are safe and that they have a very comfortable stay and I have noticed that in this day and age many people prefer to do self booking when like they book their entire trip versus going to a travel and tours company. So what would you say would be the main key points or the advantages of booking through Somax Safaris versus me just booking online by myself? Oh, uh, we cannot restrict people from doing from going online. Of yes. course, going online saves a lot of time, yes. the convenience that you've got the right tools but you have to be mastering into into that so you know read the rules and when you're booking online there's a lot of uh, hidden information that some people don't read and mm-hmm. end up booking something and then when it comes to making changes or should you wish to cancel a tour should something have happened you're not able to and you end up losing all the money that mm-hmm. you paid for mm-hmm. whereas when we come into place we guide you we give you all the information and sometimes people take the information and still don't book with us but we like it's okay as much as we can inform you you know that's why we're there as opposed mm-hmm. to booking online i mean when i go to a city or if i travel to another country and if it's i'm just within a city i choose a tool like bookings.com and i book my hotel mm-hmm. and that's about it but when you come to a place like kenya you need to be taken from one point to the other yeah, and yeah. that is why you need two operators and 
people who know what they're doing. So yeah, exactly. We, we, we have lost business to online portals, but then we have seen that people have burned their fingers and come back to us because they forgot to read a rule or they forgot to, they overlooked something. Yes. And yes. there's always that human touch when you go to a tour operator or exactly. a travel agent. Yes. So you need that. You need yes. somebody who's going to tell you and you need someone to blame actually. <laughs> That's where sometimes we come yeah. in, we get involved in that. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. And you've talked about international travel. So what destinations do you cover Samak Safaris internationally? About? We're more uh, more of a tour inbound tour operator. Okay. Our main destinations are Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda and Rwanda. However, if we do have clients who wish to do outbounds, we are able to assist them with our associate partners around the world. Okay, okay. So if you want to ha- if you want a holiday in South Africa, we can book that for you. If you want to go to in Maldives, Mauritius, Seychelles, we're actually able to do that for you okay, as well. Okay. You want a European holiday, we're able to do that for you. But most importantly, we're an inbound to operator okay, okay. that deals with East Africa as a region, starting with Kenya, which is our home country. Yes. And then we trickle into Tanzania, Uganda and Rwanda. Okay. And we do a bit of Ethiopia as well. Okay, yeah. okay, that's really yeah. good. And so walk me through the booking process that I would take if I was to use some safaris for my trip, for example, to the Mara. So if you're a local client, I mean, we have avenues whereby we have clients sending us WhatsApp if they've okay. got our mobile numbers. Yeah. Most, uh, mostly what we've seen is we've received calls, telephone calls and email communication. So of course you call us and you tell us that you want to go on a safari to Masai Mara. First thing we would ask is the number of people and the budget that you have you want to go to, or they would wait for us to suggest something. We as SOMEC are affiliated with National Group of Hotels, mm-hmm. which belongs to my chairman. Yes. It's our sister company, so we try and book that. But then apart from Ashnal, we work with all the other hotels and lodges in the country. How is Somak Safari giving back to our community? Well, we start by doing that first from home, mm-hmm. basically from work, from the offices itself, by being a bit paperless. Okay. We try and be as paperless as possible. We reuse our papers used papers we recycle and use them again like if you need to get something printed we print on recycled papers okay. uh, we try and switch off power we don't use power in the office as much as possible so that's conserving energy yes. and in terms of giving back to the society there is still so much one has to do but then we have we don't speak about it but in whatever we do whatever clients that we book we try and plant trees wherever possible on our safaris we try and do a lot of charity um we could have spoken about it but we choose not to we do it with without having the world knowing that we are giving this is just one of my boss's theories like if you're giving with one hand and the other hand does not need to know of course i know people would like us to see to do that but we've got a lot of groups that come sometimes uh and and we involve charities by visiting local schools you know orphanages you know okay. we ask our clients to donate stuff that they can that they don't need um you know they can go and read and and and, and spend a day in some of the children orphanages and things like that so a lot of that comes into when you're going on safari so we're like you know when you're booking a holiday also try and give back if you can so yes there's a lot of tree planting that takes place for our clients when they're going to Masai Mara or any of the parks in Kenya 
Uh, we try and go to places that are not tourist uh, attractions. So we go and go to some other places which have water issues and all that and end up, you know, buying some water tanks for the areas. Uh, we've been involved in building some school kitchens. We've been involved in building some school libraries as well, which we haven't spoken about, but we do it because we feel there's a need to empower some of the, the children in these local schools. So those are some of the things we have been doing and uh, and we're going to continue doing that. So That's really yeah. good. So to close off this podcast, mention talk to me about like five of the your best tourist destinations in the country or like places kenyans must go to or like you'd really recommend now that we're approaching the festive season i think uh, masai mara will always be a highlight of anybody's trip in kenya yeah. for anybody who's not been to masai mara talking about another park may not be of use to them yeah. so yes please go to masai mara there's lots to see lots to do mm -hmm. do not do the two nights try and do three nights because yes. that's really uh essential uh after masai mara i'd highly recommend samburu which is mm -hmm. the rugged part yeah. up north uh you get to see the different five species of animals in samburu like the zebras that you would see in samburu are totally different from the zebras that you would see in masai mara or any other parks they call the gravy zebras okay. uh you go to you see the ostrich in uh, samburu is different they mm. call the somali or the blue ostrich uh you get to see the besa oryx you get to see the long neck jerinuk and you and i'm forgetting one more the reticulated giraffes yes the, wow. so the giraffes that you would see in samburu are totally different from the yeah. giraffes that you would see in masai mara ambaseli or lake nakuru so we've got like uh, three species of giraffes in the country we've wow. got the reticulated which is up north then we've got the masai giraffes those are the common giraffes yes, yes. and we've got the rothschild giraffes that you would either yeah. see at giraffe center or at the lake nakuru national park okay. so samburu is a top pick for me followed by of course Amboseli that's where you get to see Mount yeah. Kilimanjaro we always say that the mountain belong to Kenyans but then when you talk to the Tanzanians they say then give us Masai Mara <laughs> since it's an extension of Serengeti and we're like yeah. no we're keeping the park of uh, then Savo the largest park in the country is yes. Savo which is divided into two yes. Savo East and Savo West uh, from anything scenic to bird life if you want to be or see then yeah. you go to Savo and my personal favorite of course is the sweet waters all pajeta okay. i think i'm i'm always i always feel the need to keep going back there one it's not too far from nairobi mm -hmm. uh, yes, you can yes, actually drive down it's 4 hours uh, so recommend people to actually see this park so a place that i really want to now discover is turkana the cradle oh, yes, of mankind me too. <laughs> so that's one area that i'm actually yes. looking forward to visiting yes. and, and and seeing what to do what to see yes. over there yeah an important question i'm always asked is when's the best time to travel to the parks that you've mentioned um you know in in the year the best time. So we're blessed with excellent weather in Kenya. I think we've got one of the best weathers in the world, you know, because yeah. we've got two seasons, the dry season and the rainy season. Uh the rains sometimes do hamper but not that much because we do not have continuous showers. Mm -hmm. However, we've got the migration that takes place every year from July to September, but that's when everything is really pricey in Masai Mara and Very all true. that stuff. Any time of the year is a wonderful time to go to. It doesn't really uh matter. Of course April May when we have the long rains, 
it can hamper your game drive but not to an extent because if it showers at night you won't find any rain during the daytime okay. so i would say it's it's any time of the year of course our parents of taking their children have to wait for school holidays mm-hmm. and they have to wait for public holidays and of course when they can get time off however the retired people can go any time of the year it's 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 as i said we've got good weather so we can take advantage of that and yeah. right now the prices are really low uh, prices are quite affordable so uh, this is the time to actually to, to visit to travel around kenya and see what there is to offer that's yeah. amazing and also like i try to encourage people to travel kenya because there are so many untapped places and ev- and i mean travel traveling in kenya has been packaged as very expensive because of like the luxury hotels that are you know that are popping up and i do believe that traveling in kenya is cheap and you can do it in an affordable way and that's why it's also good to use a company like somak safaris because they've partnered with hotels and airlines to give you the best rates and such an, an amazing stay something worth the money that you're paying for yeah and and as i said we would always ask you for your budget and exactly. based on what the budget is we'd be able to put something together and not only that we can source some really good deals and and you know we've got a fleet of our own land cruises yes. and we've really like dropped the prices right now because uh the need is there and of course we do want Kenyans to see the country so speak to us let us know what your requirements are and we'd definitely be able to to put something together for you. Yes. yes. So what current packages do you have as some safaris for travels this December? So we do have special offers to the Mara to basically all the parks in the country. So once everybody when they reach us out, they can actually check on our Facebook, on our Instagram pages, we have posted some packages and every day we try and put out something special. So even Nairobi National Park I mean yeah. this park that we are in today yeah. has so much to offer yes. so much yes. to see. Yes. So the social media links for Somak Safaris are located down below in the description box. Thank you so much Bushra for this opportunity. This is amazing doing the podcast in the national park. I would have never imagined doing this. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you. Zanel. Thank you, Zanel, for having me here. And uh, I've never done a podcast before, so oh. this is going to be my first. And <laughs> I hope I didn't make a fool of no, myself. No, you did not. So, <laughs> yeah, you did not so it's good. You. I guess you learn something new every <laughs> day, do. isn't it? And, and this year we've been learning too much. Exactly. So, yeah. good. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you, guys. Check out Somak Safaris. The links are down below. Check them out. Check out the packages that they have this festive season and also coming Jan 2021 till the end of the year. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sanal. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, guys, that's a wrap from me. Thank you all for tuning into today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, share it, leave a review, all that podcast lingo. Take care and stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.